time to settle in for another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas with your hosts, Aaron, Jeff, and Nathan. You gotta be fucking kidding me. Welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I am Aaron. I'm Jeff. The man with news and reviews. I'm Nathan. Let's just go into it. All right, so we're going into it. Uh, Welcome to a new year, 2016 of Deep in the Horror of Texas. We will start off with these groundbreaking news that we heard over the uh, new year. Dun, 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 dun. Dimension Films has lost the rights to Halloween. That is exquisite. It's news. It awesome, is dude. Like oh, seriously, hallelujah. after after nearly twenty years of fucking up one of the most iconic characters, it's gone. Now they are shopping for studios, and I couldn't be more happier, man. Uh, technically, when shopping for more studios, do the Akkad still own rights? To I these? believe they own the rights, but I. I hope they do not own the rights. Because Weinstein... I really hope them. <laughs> I hope they... I go take Michael, I take him back, I rape him, make him humble, he come back to home. See? I make toys. So John Carpenter doesn't hold the rights to... The, like his... Fuck the John Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> no. I own him. I own him too. Fuck him like Cameron, make him humble. Mm, no. See? <laughs> See? Yeah, John Carpenter See. does not... He does not own the rights. He owns a, a percentage in it. Okay. But it's a small one. Like, like uh, that's why I never returned for any of the series. I mean, he wrote part two out of obligation to Universal and to the Akkads, but after that, he was washed his hands of it. He that's crazy to be get robbed of like your creation. I, I mean, phew, I couldn't, really, I couldn't even imagine. Well, that's what happens when you're a first time filmmaker. Yeah. yeah, you're so you glad just everything. To, you're so glad just to get the Makes budget. Have to make contract. Something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. It's uh it's great news for me. I fucking have argued with so many goddamn people about this can you name somebody i'm not well, gonna i mean because you're, you're <laughs> like, come on, the, like, come on just just call somebody out i just... can't name drop wayne <laughs> fuck you wayne <laughs> i, I know it was you it was you wayne <laughs> i didn't say fuck you wayne but he's my yes, buddy he, he heard me say i said it that's no, right it was no. me all along austin no man there's people there's people all over on like fuck you, wayne. fanatics and fucking horror cinema fans that are just like oh no this movie's still getting made it's like no it's not. And I told every from day one, when when Halloween Returns was scrapped, yeah, mm-hmm. shit's going to go wrong. Shit's going to go right. The movie's not going to get made. And still this day, there's people posting that this movie's coming out in 2016. No, it's fucking not. They have lost the rights now. So, fuck, it's more than likely we won't have a Halloween for probably another four or five years so you actually settle into a new house until the writers gain yeah. financing writers yada yada, yada. i kind of want scripts. them to go back yeah. home i want them to go back to universal as long uh, as they're not anywhere near rob zombie no stay the fuck, <laughs> fuck away the rob that. zombie i don't think rob zombie would touch it with tim football oh you know after. he wants that he's like oh, come yeah. on come on guys i got sherry moon I, come well, on whoa last i heard moonshine last i yeah. heard i heard that he wanted to redo uh like a a classic like a Frank the blob he like, wanted to redo yeah. the blob. was it the blob it was the blob yeah I remember and my, my, my thought for that is fuck you Rob Zombie yeah, stay <laughs> away go make your your um, shit somewhere else and for people that don't know that Nathan is one of the head admins for a uh, a Facebook group called um, horror cinema fans yep yep so if you are of age 18 or older please uh, 
look them up and check it out. It's a, a very good uh, horror fan community. Or if you're under the age of 18 and have your parental supervision, you can log on to the Facebook page and uh, be mature about it. Be mature about it. We will find you, you fucks. <laughs> he will screen you out and hunt you down. Nah, I mean, I can't Chris Hansen's Liam a part Lisa's of the group. Style. A lot of people have asked me to open that site up. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Who I, said that? Who asked? Name somebody. Like some Wayne? Fuck no. you, Wayne. <laughs> no, Wayne is all for keeping it you know, above 18. Okay, thumbs because, up, Wayne. Because yeah, right. you, you won't get complaints. And when you get too many complaints, Facebook shuts you down. And yeah. I'm not... I'm not going to fucking deal with it. I'm sorry. At, I'm... at our group, we're totally 100%. Yeah, really we talk. Group, so. We don't argue. Like, it, Well, I, I agree that horror films are usually, uh, the good ones, are usually R-rated, 17 and up. So yeah. you want your community to kind of be 17 and up. Yeah, you know? and I mean, yeah, I've, I've, I've met some cool kids before that are, that are very knowledgeable and yeah. shit, but it's like, it's... I'm not running the risk of it. Yeah, well, it's not fair to the community. No, I mean, you, know, you don't want to. You don't want to. You don't want to make your comments PG thirteen. No, I'm sorry, it, or your or your I don't know point of views. Maybe. And I don't like know. I said, but like if you get the internet is always such back and forth banner trolling and all this stupid shit. If Never people get butt hurt, the they report you, and after a certain amount of reports, you lose the page, and, and that's something something you don't want to do. I don't. Yeah, I'm busy mm-hmm. enough with the podcast, with work. I'm I'm actually joining a band here oh, in wow. the next few What's weeks. What's the name so, of the band? Uh, we we don't have a name yet. We're starting a band. <laughs> oh, you're starting a band. Yeah, yeah me, you never me, me never drum, named the band before. Me and a, a good friend of mine. He's a professional drummer, so he just moved here. He wants to get together and sweep some shit. So. I'm too fucking busy to deal with kitty shit. I'm not going to do it. Don't need to. I, I thought of it. a name for your band. What? Wonton Soup Gut Punch. We'll keep it in mind. Yeah. That's not bad. <laughs> it's not. That, it, being that none of us are Asian, that might be a little... That's, that's the thing about it. You don't have to be. We'll just yeah. have Ralph dance on stage and we'll be in the clear. <laughs> have him dance on a pole. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so back to Halloween. So, so yeah, going back to Halloween, uh, um, studios I'd like to see get it. Uh, I'd like them to go back to Universal, and mm-hmm. I would like, uh, like you were saying, like Renaissance or... Yeah, Renaissance. Some shit. Well, well, um, that's not... You got to think, guys, those are production companies. They're not actual full-blown distribution housings like... True. Universal, Warner yeah. Brothers, uh, Paramount. True. I, mean, I just don't want them to end up with the cliche Platinum Dunes. Yeah. I don't want them to end up with... Uh, twisted pictures at all, like yeah, twisted pictures. I mean, anything like that, like Christopher Nolan's Legendary and stuff like that. I mean, those aren't actually full blown. Like they, uh, I hope they, it doesn't end up with Legendary. No, no but they, because also you're gonna have Tom Hardy. But see, play Michael Legendary, Myers. like I said, it's a, it's a <laughs> subsidiary. You got to think like you're making Coca Cola, but you still drink RC. I'll be a fiber in your diet because I'm Bane too. I'm gonna <laughs> so be in Mad Max Fury Road three. <laughs> <laughs> but it's <bitches. even> <laughs> even Christopher Nolan doesn't work with Legendary anymore. I think he signed, signed off that. Well, stuff it's too. just subsidiaries. Like I, Legendary is uh, <clears throat> under Warner Brothers. Like how Platinum Dunes is under New Line Cinema. It's exactly. kind of like their horror and, and that's office. And that's how Legendary got tied with the uh, Interstellar Paramount deal and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. where they get released uh, with Jason and all that stuff. I don't know. We're talking big studio stuff, and I'm not really too sober-minded to even get into that conversation. Yeah, right we're now. broadcasting live from Hungover City. Yeah. <laughs> I'm well, in Jeff the, is. I'm in the process. Me too. <laughs> and uh, everybody else is like on the tail end of their uh, shenanigans. Um <laughs> I, I think with Universal being tied up with so many other uh, rebooted same universe stuff with Dracula and Wo- oh, oh, I was about to say Wolverine, uh, Wolfman. Let's <laughs> go, uh, Yeah, with them trying to bring up those uh, old Universal. Too, and yeah, that would be Beast. awesome. <laughs> uh, 
uh, with them trying to get tied back up to all the Universal monsters and stuff, I don't think they have time for Myers yeah, I, can't, again. I can't imagine it, because they're doing that whole classical remake. Resurgence uh, bullshit so, yeah. with Dracula and Tolden and blah, blah, blah. They're, they're trying to go the Avengers way with Mummy bringing all the classic monsters shit. together. I don't know. I mean... I mean, I, I understand you don't want to go Warner Brothers and stuff like that, because I think... I don't yeah, want them to go would, New Line. They would, I'd win Mind Warner, but yeah, okay. I, I, I can't... I don't want him to go New Line. But I think I think New Line actually is under Warner Brothers now. If I'm not certain, I'm yeah, not sure. I think you're right. They are a Time Warner company. Because I think New Line was getting yeah. in, in trouble and they got rebought out with Warner Brothers and all that shit. So yeah, it would be same universe shit that you do not want to see spun. Leatherface meets, uh, you know, fucking Michael, Michael Myers. Michael Myers should go to Troma. That would be horrible. That would. That's the worst. Where's a boo? Yeah. No, the worst would be either brain damage cinema. Or Full Moon. I have no knowledge. There, of there, there damage, are several so. other companies that are much, much more worse than Troma. Yeah, I just don't. I, Platinum Dunes did a great job with the remake of Texas Chainsaw. They did a, like we all agreed, they did a really good job with the Friday Thirteenth remake. Although a lot of fans kind of fucking boo hissed about the acting, but uh, the thing yeah. that really killed them off was fucking Nightmare. Uh, that's where I hopped yeah. off their train. You're just you're not putting effort into this, yeah. and I don't want them to go there, and I don't want them to go to Twisted, where Texas 3D and Saw and all that shit came from. It. Mike mean, Michael's got to go somewhere. Well, who, who's doing the current Hellraiser? Nobody. Nobody is. Nobody is. is that I thought perhaps? it got canceled. It got canceled. The yeah, guy you, got you the funding. He made a canceled. teaser and all that stuff, and it didn't go anywhere. But who had it before? Like who distributed the last movie? Dimensions. Yeah. Dimensions. Oh well, Dimensions did like the middle ones. I don't know who did the last or the yeah, first. I couldn't tell you. And then what about uh, Phantasm Five? What's going out? Fuck, I don't even know who has the rights to that. The yeah, they're promoting, I'm Trauma. promoting the hell out of it at, at this past TFW. Yeah. Honest, honest. To be totally fucking honest to you, where I feel in my fucking heart, wherever James Wan's at, that's where you put fucking Halloween and Hellraiser at. He's got one of the most visionary minds at it that's actually going to take appreciation. Mm-hmm. That's not Rob Zombie appreciation. And I'm not I'm not trying to shit on Rob Zombie right now. I know I Aaron am. I know Aaron's happy. Fuck you, to Rob Zombie. <laughs> and I honestly the more and more I read about thirty one, I'm actually getting kinda hyped up about I'm not hyped up but interested. 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 Yeah. You're gonna psych yourself dead for that movie. And I'm okay with that because it <laughs> looks it looks horrific. <laughs> it looked like it it looks like they're he's he's taking a chance on something that no company, studio company would take a chance on. That's why. That's why he got his wife. Well, hence the Indiegogo. <laughs> is Sherry Moon going to be in that? Yeah, she's, she's going to be in it. Right. But that's it's the like thing, Tim though. Martin I mean, that he's doing something that's outside <laughs> the studio laws that nobody else would take a chance on. That's why he reached out for Indiegogo and Kickstarter money and stuff like that to kind of get the funding to help finance something that's so uh, stupid, outside the box. Well, that's what happened with Lords of Salem. And I, you say this, but you're the guy that read the fucking Lords of I Salem books. So it's like, I did because I thought I did because I thought it was going to be good. Everyone was like, "Oh, it's Rob Zombie's taking a new direction. He's doing this new thing." I'm like, "Okay, I'm okay. sold." Wait, let me ask you this: In what universe did that sound appealing? Like, what movie did he do before that I you're like, "I've got to read this"? Devil's Rejects. Maybe I come off. Maybe I come off watching Devil's Rejects, and I'm a hater of that fucking movie. And. I saw that in theaters, and I still don't like it. But I don't. <laughs> you don't like I, don't, anything, I don't like anything though. That, that's the thing though. I mean, I really like when you talk to me. You probably don't want to talk to me, but you, <laughs> if, you, if you do, you understand that I watch everything, and the movies I really truly hate are the ones I probably haven't seen yet. 
Because <laughs> I, I, I haven't had the chance to see him. I hate so you, got, you got to understand Jeff's response to everything. Hey, man, have you seen this? Oh, yeah, I mean, it looks really cool. It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> have you seen... <laughs> nope. <laughs> have you seen the movie Stung? Yeah, with the one with the giant wops? Yeah. Yeah, I saw I saw the commercial for it. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, man, it sucks. Really, you know, I at least got to give him some props. You always give something a try. So that's more than every, I can do. I'll give everything a try. I'm sorry. You send me anything, I'll watch it. I'll give it a shot. I mean, I find the time to take it out of my... Mm-hmm. Anything? Almost anything. Because, <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot no of No more donkey punch videos. I swear thing. to God. <laughs> I mean, my line of anything, if you ever want to cross it, you go into Aaron's fucking world. Aaron will, Aaron will watch these things. And I'm like, Aaron, why do you do this? And he'll recommend it. <laughs> and he'll recommend He'll see the goods and the bads of it. And, that, and you have to appreciate about the man. Because he goes and sees these things that you're like, man, do I really want to sit down and watch this film? Aaron's already saw it twice. He owns it on DVD. It's on his fucking shelf. <laughs> and read the book. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Unless it's gutter balls. That's too. why when he talks shit about Rob Zombie, it's not coming from a bad nature thing. Like, oh, he hates Jerry Moon. No. The man watches the shit. He reads the fucking book. And he has an opinion. He is a stenographer for video life. Well, I, try to, I try to get every view from, because there, maybe there's something I missed that might be appealing or, you know, that might kind yeah, of save yeah, it. Of course, true. yeah. You I mean, know. with okay. For example, I read the El Super Beast comics that he put out. Yeah, this, the the Rob Zombie uh, Sideshow Spectacular comics. Yeah, I went they were good. Really, they were half the stories were decent. I didn't like the anime that much. It was neat. The, the animated cartoon was terrible. I, it was it was neat. It was it was it was completely garbage. I'm glad I didn't nice. spend the twenty bucks for that DVD. Yeah, I'm glad I could use it for a coaster that somebody gave to me. See, I, I I rented that from Blockbuster back in the day, and it was just like, Ooh. no. When I was working at Target, a guy uh, had let me borrow the DVD. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember you telling me that story, yeah. And he got fired, so I never <laughs> had the chance to return it to him because he got arrested and fired. So you, so I kept it and just, I just, you're, it, st- you're still holding on to. It. No, I turned. I took it to movie exchange. <laughs> I got three fifty. He gets out of jail. He's gonna get you, bro. He, he's, not he's coming come back. after. Oh, this guy, I, fuck with my El Bistro. This guy, I can see this guy coming a mile away. This guy's like the size of a mountain, but like weight wise. Even more reason <laughs> not to steal from him. <laughs> all I have to do is run twenty feet. And he's already out of breath. <gasps> I'm you start sounding like Darth Vader. I imagine the security guard from Sal in uh, Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, the big black. He's like, hey, man, I'm 20 feet away. <gasps> Heart attack. So you've given things a try that other people probably will never. I'm more of the, I look at it like I get about like five probably subpar movies mm-hmm. for like $20. WrestleManiac. WrestleMania, I, get, I, I like them. I, I enjoy it. And that's the thing. He's, he's, he's a fan. It. He's a fan. It's cheesy and schlockly just like wrestling. Yeah. So I, I can enjoy it. But there are other movies that are just terrible that yeah. I, don't, I don't recommend. Yeah. Even if you're drunk. I'm going to get an idea of your opinion right now. What do you think of No Holds Barred? I love that movie. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's cheese. <laughs> no Holds Barred. Okay. No Holds Barred. If you watch I'm in it, the wrong room. <laughs> no, right. If you watch No Holds Barred by yourself, you're going to hate it. If you watch with friends and there's alcohol, you'll enjoy it. I, I, because you, you'll just be, be making fun of it. No, like, 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 kid version of you didn't like that movie, Nathan? I loved it as a kid. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. You can deny it now as an adult. But, but I was also you're... like eight Exactly. <laughs> that's when you're supposed to watch that shit. Yeah. I'm sorry. When you're the dickhead that's 30 fucking five and you're saying, Forced Awakening was not blah, blah, blah. You're the stupid fuck sitting in the yes. theater thinking that a fucking. It's a kid's movie. It's not meant for your 35 year old stupid. That's my ass. entire review for Krampus. I'm sorry. Nostalgia is fucking like, you know, beauties in the eye of the beholder kind of shit, you know? I'm sorry. And we'll get into that much. Fucking later. Sometimes, sometimes you just have to go back and just enjoy something, like have that inner child come out and enjoy it. 
Yeah. And I'm sorry, you want to see magic when you watch the new Teenage Mutant the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles film? Procreate, motherfucker, and look in the eye of your fucking child when they watch yeah. that shit. I'm sorry, beyond that, you're the fucking 30-year-old watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles fucking having a fucking boner gasm going, this isn't what I expected. And, and getting into social media wars because you're because someone disagrees with your opinion. That's true. Yeah, when you jump on Facebook... Fuck you, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Another quick shout-out. This is drunken bullshit from Jeff. Um, just because you finally saw fucking Star Wars doesn't give you the fucking right to bitch about, now that I've seen Star Wars, I can spoil it. But if the rest of the fucking universe hasn't seen it, don't talk about fucking Star Wars. I hate that. Sit on your fucking opinion for once in your fucking life and see if, say fucking Facebook for fucking other shit than your fucking opinion. You know what's funny is I actually fucking, I threw a, a thing up on tu- the Tuesday before The Force Awakens. And I was like, look, you fucking ass clowns. Out of all my friends on here, if anybody fucking spoils this movie... I will fucking delete you. <laughs> I remember that like, post. Like, I'm just, I'm going to be done with you. I remember that post. This remember, fucking douchebag got on there and was like, I'm going to tell you the day of and blah, blah, blah. I was like, you're like, he's like, well, don't go on social media then. I'm like, it's tits like you that ruin this fucking world. Well, well, like, well, well, did you see my response, my picture response to your little post there? Yes. Captain Kirk and then Greedo as Spock. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else posted a picture of uh, R2 plugging into the Death Star and BB-8 was born. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, that's so cute. But fucking, like, seriously, I deleted, like, five friends because of that. Because they're like, don't go on social media. Those like, weren't your friends. motherfucker. Those weren't I, your friends. I, I clicked the little fucking arrow that says, you're still friends with them, but you no longer see them on your wall. So I was like, yeah, I may yeah. not know what the fuck you're talking about now It's called days. frenemies. I don't give a shit I'm about I'm more you. definitive. I'm fuck- well, done with you. So, yes, so yes just, or no? I'm just yeah. like, even, well, even to this day, I saw that bitch Thursday, first showing you could ever see Star Wars. Me yeah. and my son were sitting there and we watched it. I have yet to go on Facebook and talk about it at all. Yeah. I think my personal friends, which is like literally you two guys, the only ones that know I've seen the fucking movie. Right. And that's the way I keep it because I don't give a fuck. It's my opinion. I have yet to even talk about it with you guys because it's like... I don't see the the justification of the situation. Mm-hmm. Like I'm gonna blurb about uh, what Chris fucking did. Yeah, with talking about shit that you shouldn't be talking about. It's like really, dude. It's like it's like saying that such and such dies in Godfather Two. It's like you don't really say it because you never know which fucking rainbow you're gonna take a huge shit on. Yeah, yeah, really. I mean, and I, like even after I saw Star Wars, uh, three days after the opening, uh, I went on and I just said. Spoiler free, go see Star Wars. That was it. That was it. That was it. Yeah. I didn't go into the plots, although there's a lot to discuss. I mean, my dad still hasn't seen Star Wars yet, and he's been wanting to go see it. I know. Like, I, I went to uh, my girlfriend's store, and we were talking, and fucking uh, one, a few of her um, employees were like, Hey, have you seen Star Wars? I was like, Yeah, it's fucking good, man. Have you seen it? They're like, No. I'm like, Well, then this conversation's over. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it with you. I was like, Go enjoy something that maybe. You know, out of maybe five titles I can think of in my entire life that actually have an, an, an abundance of appreciation. For real. If you want to have opinions, start a podcast. Yeah. That's how we got started. And then when it. I saw, I, I'm not going to say names, but piece of shit people in Houston that do do podcasts that want to have a fucking, yeah, that do do fucking <laughs> podcasts uh, in Houston area that wanted to talk about Star Wars directly after the fucking screening. I no longer give a shit about your existence because I was like, why would you do that? Like, yeah. I don't think anybody would, like, 
give a fuck. I mean, we did our Krampus review a few weeks afterwards. That yeah, way, it, was it was full of spoilers. Weeks. Like, what did we do? We did it on like the twenty first or the like twentieth weeks or after the film. Yeah. yeah. Three or so four weeks I mean, after look, the, the box office dying down. People have probably seen it. Mm-hmm. Hey. And if you're not interested in seeing it, you can listen to yeah, us okay. and hear if so you getting really back to not. Dimension Films <laughs> losing Halloween. Well, no, we're done with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're done with that. Well, yeah. well, I got some news. Uh, if you've been a kick, if you supported the Kickstarter of uh, Friday Thirteenth, cool for the game. Yep. Uh, you recently just got a survey that says, "Hey, uh, for your early bird people or yep. for other people, you can tack on some of the additional content for like like think six Dollars, bucks, yeah, like a couple of bucks. Uh, you you could get the uh, extra skins. You get the the to- the Kane Hodder skin yep. for Jason. You could get extra camp counselor skins for I think the counselor skins was ten bucks. Kane Hodder was six. And there's another skin too, I think, for like ca- like cabin signs or something like that. For that was like fifteen, or you get all of them for thirty five. I sent the thirty five. <laughs> so uh, that was pretty cool. If you, you got the like, got the survey in your email, so be sure to check it out. We have uh, a release date for November no, of next year, yeah, twenty sixteen, November. Yes. November this year. Yeah, actually, yeah, <laughs> this year. This year yeah, yeah, actually, cool. it is. Yeah, this year. Yeah, November of this day year. One of this year. It is guaranteed to be up and running on your system. By November. That's and, fucking tits. And I'm scared. I, I don't like Kickstarter. I don't like Indiegogo. I'm not a big fan of this shit because you get screwed. I, I'm dealing with somebody right now. And with that. the thing that sucks is that yeah. what makes I may pe- I, I I may be the guy that spends sixty five almost seventy dollars with shipping and everything for this fucking game that people will probably get for maybe twenty maybe sixty bucks. I don't know. Because it doesn't sound like it's going to be on the shelf thing. I'd love it to be on the shelf thing, but it sounds like it might be a digital release. Mm-hmm. But it feels like we kind of fork over an overabundant amount of cash for something that people that are going to wait or are are, are oblivious to if this If it whole does thing. get put on the shelf less than three weeks later, it'll drop down to like 39 bucks. Exactly. I mean, I've spent a total, I think, 31 bucks on this game so far. I think I spent like 65 Jeez. I gave my $25 yeah, yeah. donation. Because I went with the still, uh, still Machete Edition. Oh, so you, but you're getting that signed, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no, I'm not signed. I just got the regular still. Edition. Oh, just the Machete? Yeah, yeah. So I can get the, uh, basically like the in-hand fucking okay. version. Okay, okay. And I, I don't mind spending extra money. I don't No, mind. I just got the digital content with the add-on for Kane Hodder's Jason. Yeah. And I did the early bird, so I got 25 see, plus that. I didn't want to get the digital edition. Digital edition, I wanted something more... A physical? Yeah, physical. Okay. Cause no, I, if, it, if it hits shelf, I'll gladly go and buy the game if it hits shelf just to have that, you know... Physical version. Physical version, yeah. yeah I'll gladly have that. But yeah, I forked over the cash and yada yada yada. But I always feel like it's a dangerous slope. I mean, really, when we support things like that, it's more for the cause than it is the, uh, well, the reward. With this one, I think because Kane Hodder's a part of it. All you've all yeah. these people who have been in the franchise for so long have been a part of it that if they mess it up, yeah, their it, reputation becomes damaged. Isn't Sean Cunningham a part of this? Yeah, as well? yeah, yeah. Well, well, he's, he's, he's signed it. off on it. He signed off. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Because see, I I forked over like over a hundred, uh, close to one hundred twenty five dollars for the uh, mystery science three, uh, mystery science science three thousand that resurgent, yeah. Because I was so for that becoming a thing again. Because it was like I didn't. It's nice when you get into it and you don't realize the amount of people that are kind of behind it. I, I was but, debating doing that. I really wanted to do that, but because of the timing and other things that were happening, I didn't. Yeah. And now I'm like. I should have gone back and done that. I had the extra funds and I spent it because it was really a big thing that I fell towards. I just knocked over my whole entire six pack of beer. They're all empty. It's okay. Five of them were empty. So this other one I'm holding in my hand that actually has fluid, it's safe. All right. So back to the Mystery Science Theater. Everything that's been right in this world 
has been from these guys yeah. doing the schlock that they do. It's fun. It's stupid. And I was glad to fucking, you know, pay my pay it forward. I do own the Gamera set from them. Oh, yeah. Those classics. It's, it's so, the Gamera is so awesome just and, to hear them. And honestly, that. that's how I got into the Screen Factory shit. It's because mm-hmm. Shout Factory uh, yeah. did a lot of the screen the box uh, sets. A lot of the box sets for Mystery Science Theater. So when I saw did them. You ever get, the, did you ever buy the new box sets or no? No. No. So you need always, a little Tom Servo action figure? No. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to do a whole collection thing, but they uh-huh. never really did it. So I well, do. Well, it's because there are certain titles that they don't. Own the they, rights they don't have the rights anymore. Like specifically, Godzilla vs. Megalon, which you, you can still find if you torrent. If you torrent it, all, or if you're going eBay and you have the funds to buy that set. And that's the thing. I think I actually, oh, I'm going to things I don't really want to talk about. I own a, a whole composition of Mystery Science Theater, and I watch it religiously because mm-hmm. it is like one of my favorite things to watch. That's cool. it's, it's fun. It's stupid. It's fun. I still go back and watch Tales from the Crypt. I still go back and watch uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? And they've yet to release a lot of Tales from the Crypt on like Blu-ray and stuff. No, too, they like, have not done that yet. Yeah, exactly. So we're going so far off of news that I don't know where we're gone. So, okay, so we covered Dimension. We covered uh, Friday the 13th. What else news has out there? Uh, New on Netflix for this uh, 2016. They've now brought uh, Faculty from 1998, directed by Robert Rodriguez, onto Netflix. So that's now back uh, for everybody to watch. Frodo Baggins is in there. (laughs) Uh, House of Wax remake. With Paris Hilton? Yep. Uh, You can skip that. I enjoyed that one. It's on Netflix. I yeah. I mean, do do you favor the Vincent Price original to the remake? Comparing both the, like both of them together, yeah, I prefer Vincent Price version I prefer over this the, one. I prefer the remake. Yeah, prefer the remake because because of Paris Hilton. No, because it's like actually I, I can stay up for it. It's more. <laughs> I did, I like seeing her get killed. <laughs> Who doesn't? <laughs> like, and it's not night vision either. Um, no, no. I mean, it, it was it, that was a good take. Uh, Stir of Echoes is still in there, but if yes. you're tired of that, you can watch Pay the Ghost with Nicholas Cage. They also put in Stir of Echoes Part Two. On yeah, Netflix, I saw that. The, the Homecoming, sequel. which yeah, the is homecoming. horrible. Yeah, I won't. I'm not going to diminish the first That's, film. If you ever watch um, the Michael Keaton film. White noise. White noise. Yeah. All right. If you ever watched the sequel with Nathan Fillion, mm-hmm. that is horrible. Even but, both, they, but the first one was terrible too. Yeah. Neither one is actually <laughs> equally. They're all on the same playing field of being uh, mediocrity. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you've seen Star of Echoes a million times like I have, and you want to try something totally not good and different. Uh, pay the ghost with Nicholas uh, Cage. And if you haven't seen Stir of Echoes, highly recommend. Yeah, this. go go see that one. Uh, the other thing that's coming new to Netflix is uh, The Shining. Is actually really? Netflix, well, yeah. the Kubrick? Wait, which version? Yeah, Kubrick oh, version. Okay, yeah, Kubrick. yeah, yeah. Okay, there's like three versions. Well, the, no. the the, the t- made for TV version, which I with Stephen Weber. highly recommend. If you appreciate the novel, then watch the Stephen Weber Weber version of The Shining. Mm-hmm. The made for TV version is more accurate to the novel. If you want to be Kubrick. Uh, King Amazed and the original mm-hmm. the Stephen King uh, Shining 1980 film the original yeah. Shining just holds such a great memory in my it mind because Timberline Lodge is Portland, Oregon snowboarding that's where I always go snowboarding oh sweet every nice. like fucking ten times a year growing up there so it was like uh, I can't I can't replace that hotel like the Shining is Jack Nicholson and Stanley Kubrick for me sweet another one is if you're into giving things a chance. It's a Hindi language India film called Dar at the Mall. It's not great. It's not good. It's not horrible. But it's a film that takes place in a mall. And it's supernatural in basis. If you want to see like a weird nun ghost or something like that. 
I'm not gonna give too much away, but it's a Hindi India movie that's on Netflix now. Is it like called, Israeli Star Wars? It's better. But, okay, good. It's not as bad as Hindi Star Wars. Okay, good. Uh, but Darth Maul, it's there, and if you want to check it out, I don't say don't. <laughs> <laughs> um, to recap on a couple of things that I would kind of wanted to get into for 2016, um, we talked about Conjuring Two, James Wan's film. It's got news now that it's going to drop with an Amityville kind of beginning. The way uh, Conjuring 1 started off with the Annabelle story. Uh, well, Conjuring 2 is supposed to start with a kind of... The ad- infilled poltergeist. The infilled poltergeist. Yeah. But the beginning of Conjuring 2 is going to start with the Amityville story. I hope they don't do another Amityville remake. Well, no, no. I mean, if uh, they I may because not. Annabelle kind of... You know, I'd be interested to do it on the premise of uh, Ed and Lorraine... Fuck, I forget their last name. The, and Lorraine the, Warren. Warren. Warren, there you go. The because Warren. they actually did the did. the real life. <laughs> yeah, of, they, yeah, they went there. They went there and did a seance. And there's this creepy photo online. If you take a look at the boy in the stairs that actually happened while and Lorraine were doing that seance. Like, people were like, oh, that's bullshit. And they're like, no, the sheriff was there. And he was like, nobody was upstairs. And there's a picture of a boy coming out of one of the rooms. That's It's fucking creepy. <laughs> I'd like to touch, but I, I don't want it to be the Amityville horror, like the house. I would like to see them actually do like, like a conjuring, like, you know, Ed and Lorraine go to this house and, oh shit, this energy's intense. And I like that the whole conjuring series is based more around Ed and Lorraine Warren's yeah. cases. Yeah. Because if they do touch upon the Amityville and conjuring too, I'm, I'm really interested to see that. And then with them taking a huge point that they did step into the infilled poltergeist situation that happened uh, over the pond and stuff like that. There's a great BBC series about the infield haunting that I really recommend. It's very good, but it kind of shows you the the BBC version kind of shows the insignificance of Ed and Lorraine. And I'm curious to see the U.S. kind of predominantly take the case of like, wow, the Ed and Lorraine did have a big significance in this whole thing. So it's gonna be interesting. But other films that come out in 2016 is uh, the girl from that plays Maggie in Walking Dead. She's gonna come out the this boy. film called The Boy. Yeah, that comes out this month. That one looks pretty good. Uh, this other film look... Uh, Even though it's PG-13. Yeah, I know. That's going to be kind of... Uh, another film coming up is uh, The Forest, uh, Purge 3. Mm-hmm. The Ring uh, remake or reboot called Rings is supposed yeah. to come out too in 2016. Uh, a film that's supposed to come out really great that's going to come out is a remake of Martyrs, which is going to drop soon, I think in January. 22nd. February. Oh, sweet. And that's great. If you like the French original, give the remake a chance, Martyrs. Uh, the Witch did great at uh, some of our local festivals here in Austin. Uh, what about we, one that we've been expecting, The Void? The Void's supposed to drop this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get a theatrical release. I hope we do because I know it's going to do festivals this year. So mm-hmm. hopefully we'll get a 2016 release. Oh, and we got the <clears throat> Aaron's favorite director. He's coming out with a new one. Oh, yeah. Oh, Rob yeah. Zombie <laughs> dropping that 31 this year. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Um, if you need but, a reason to drown yourself in sorrows with alcohol, that's the reason. If you ever liked the movie Drive, uh, Nicholas uh, Reifen, uh did the great film, film The Drive, uh, or Drive. He's coming out with a new horror film called The Neon Demon, which looks really great. Uh, Leatherface is supposed to have a 2016 mm-hmm. date. Uh, a neat anthology film called Holidays. It's yeah, I've heard of that one. It's supposed to be covering uh, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Halloween, and Christmas. And I think Is Kevin, it four or five stories? I think it's four. Mother's Day, 
Valentine's Day, Halloween, and Christmas four. Okay. Because I know Halloween is supposed to be written and directed mm-hmm. by uh, Kevin Smith. That's right. So that's right. And if you've ever seen Con Air, and uh, a, when a stranger calls back remake, uh, a director Simon West directed those, and he's doing the Blob remake, and that's yeah. supposed to drop this year. Yeah, I love that movie. And uh, we're supposed to finally see Jeepers Creepers three come back uh the cathedral that's supposed to drop yeah, this year too that's supposed to come out uh the mm-hmm. long-awaited sequel or reboot um amityville the awakening supposedly supposed to finally drop 2016 and another movie that i'm really looking forward to and curious about is a man in the dark it is produced by sam raimi and is the second film to be done by fedi alvarez who did the original i'm sorry the remake of evil dead yes so it's Another horror film, and it's coming and from... Fed, and he's a, he's a big user of practical effects. He's yeah. a major... So, uh, so hopefully we'll see something neat, because it's going to be cool for him to see, do something that's not remake, not reboot. It's not... It's actually an original take on something, so... Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Evil Dead being his first film, what a fucking home run. Yeah. Like, that, I love that remake. It was great. I mean, this guy knows his effects. He knows what to do he, on a budget. I... Faith. He's got my faith. Yeah, his camera trick work is oh, amazing, yeah. too. He, he's really a, a good student of the camera. So yeah. that be Rob neat. Zombie, take notes. Well, there's <laughs> also uh, Valencina with uh, Mary-Kate Winstead, mm-hmm. uh, the chick from the Thing remake. Okay. She's mm-hmm. uh, a young woman gets in, wakes up after a car crash in a dude's basement. It, it sounds fucking intriguing. I think it comes out in March, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. And then uh, they are making A Strangers too. I didn't hear you... Uh, Mentioned that. No, I didn't mention yeah, that. Yeah, Strangers 2, and it's supposed to be, I think they bring back Liv Tyler. I don't know how. The The poster says their names on it. Wow. But I don't think that's Are you sure it's not a fan-made poster? It, it might not be, but it's, it's. I don't know. We'll I, take I that know. one with a grain of salt. Yeah, it just has a <laughs> December 2nd release date, so I don't even know if they start We'll take that with sea salt. It. Sea salt. I mean, bath salt. I don't know about production-wise about Strangers 2, but it'd be nice to see. I mean, it's not a horrible story and then the witch that's the witch come, sounds like out. amazing i think uh gary Pullen uh did a big pull for that one saying that was a really good one i think also the uh eric from mondo said it was really good yeah, yeah. there's another one before i wake with kate bosworth and that's really Ooh. all i know about yeah before i wake I, I remember seeing trailers for that last yes. year and still not seeing a release date for that one because i think that has uh thomas a- jane in it also yeah it's got a, a-, a- april 8th release wow so and then we saw some up. Uh, the Prometheus 2 uh, now yes. has a new title. It's going to be called Alien Covenant. Yeah. It's yes. supposed to happen 10 years after Prometheus. After Prometheus. So yeah. I don't really know if... Uh, well, the only returning cast member is uh, the android. The guy who played the android. And this was fucking weird. Why would yeah. Fastbender be in it, but Nomi uh, Rapace wouldn't be... Yeah, she took off in the spaceship with yeah. Well, maybe she didn't survive. Maybe well, they're, they're going to kind of do what they did with Michael Ben in uh, Alien... Uh, Resurrection? That would suck Sorry, because the last line is that in that is the whole last survivor of yeah. Prometheus heading out to find answers. Like, yeah, that'd I need, be a shame. I need more than that. I know they were cast a new leading lady and stuff like that, and I was just like, wow. Oh, there is one more. Uh, the Intruders, yeah. uh, aka Shut In. Uh, it's from yeah. the executive producer of Insidious and Paranormal Activity. That's February nineteenth, and it's a bunch of people break into a young woman's house to steal her money. It's kind of like a uh, what it last house on the what left or whatever yeah. fucking they break in but the 
tables are turned, but well, well, I, well, if you want to watch a better movie than what he just described, there's a movie on Netflix called Christie, which oh, is amazing. Oh, the Con oh, story. Yeah, yeah. We're, that's coming hey, up. Did, did, you, did you watch Christie yet? I'm saving that for our segment where we do 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 do. Okay. Tell the, oh, okay. tell the movies right. we've seen. Well, is that it for news? Or? I think that's it for news. I mean, I, I uh, on Waxwork Records, uh, if you were lucky enough to take advantage of the uh, subscription that just ended on December 31st, it was a subscription basis that uh, it you basically paid $195 to Waxwork Records, and they guaranteed you uh, a vinyl copies of the soundtracks for Shockwaves, My Bloody Valentine, Mad Monster Party, Howling, and a secret vinyl uh, yet to be... Uh, uh, I guess kind of told what title it is. I wouldn't give five dollars for that. <laughs> you wouldn't give five dollars for any of those soundtracks. No. I mean, none of, I, 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 none of them jumped out to me, so I didn't. I didn't pull the trigger. I mean, I. They're I'm finals. A, I, I like Shockwaves. I like My Bloody Valentine, Mad Monster Party, meh, Howling. I, I, I'm not. I'm not the biggest Joe Dante uh, Howling fan. Mm-hmm. And okay. the secret one. If it's secret, you know what. Meh, Keep it to yourself. <laughs> well, it should be the one that everybody's like, oh, right. man. I know Evil Dead 2 is going to supposed to drop uh, soundtrack-wise by John DeLuca. I'm really looking forward to that release, but I think that's going to be made available to everybody, not just mm-hmm. subscription buyers. Uh, they still have available for pre-order is the Krampus soundtrack, uh, Black Christmas, and Goosebumps. So if you've yet yep. to uh, own those on vinyl, I mean, here's a perfect opportunity to go pre-order them. And get Speaking them. of vinyls for Christmas... Uh, for Christmas, my old lady got me the Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Sweet, uh, she nice. got two of them: the Mrs. Voorhees sweater and the Jason shirt oh, sweet. Uh, editions. Nice. That vinyl is beautiful. I don't know if it's waxwork that I don't know who yeah, the fuck is. released it. It is <laughs> okay, but yeah, that is worth picking up because it is nice. gorgeous. I can't yeah. wait to frame it. See, I got I, I gave myself the gift of Turbo Kid on vinyl, which is uh, <laughs> it hasn't really left the turntable. It's pretty much my go-to uh, turntables and a microphone. <laughs> where it's at? <laughs> it's where it's at right now. It's on the turntable and, it's, uh, and a microphone. It's, where it's at? It, it, makes, it makes me pretty happy. I got a couple of other vinyls for uh, Christmas, but yeah, that's been my favorite so far. That's good. So, uh, did you watch anything? <laughs> yes, let me Come go on, pick my... up your notes there. I watched the Scream Factory uh, anthology release of the film uh, Nightmares. Oh, how was it? <laughs> Not great. That was good. Oh, okay, I'll, I'll be borrowing that one from you later. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> That's about the end of my fucking review on that film. It's still not good. It has a. I love the creepy tale with uh, Lance Henriksen, Emilio Estevez going to the arcade, addicted to playing a video game. Yeah, it still doesn't do it for me. Wait, Emilio Estevez? Yeah, yeah, he's in it. I'm watching it. Yeah, the first story is fun. The second story with Emilio Estevez is kind of. Uh, the third story with Lance Henriksen. Yeah, every time you hear a truck peeling off, you kind of get a little. I don't know. It's an. It's a neat flick to catch if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it since it was on VHS back in my, like, you know, tender years. Uh, I revisited The Gate. I showed my six-year-old son The Gate. With Steven Dorff? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, oh, he had a blast, and we uh, we laughed our ass off and watched it. That's a fun movie. And then after directly after that, I went ahead and uh, queued up uh, The Gate Part 2, which is a, the 92 uh, sequel. I never, I never saw that one. I've never seen the part I two. I love it. It's still stupid and horrible, but I love watching it. I hope that Shout Factory makes a uh, release of that. So my son's also been losing his teeth lately. 
Because he's getting to that age. You, you punching him? Uppercut? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, left oh, here and yeah. right there. I did see you uppercut your baby. Overhand yeah, right. <laughs> I, I gave the baby a right hook. He gave, gave, him that, he gave him that Holly Holmes kick the head. Oh, yeah. Don't cry. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I showed my son the the film Darkness Falls. Oh, uh, good! Perfect tooth fairy tale. Yeah, yeah. That's you know he'll never sleep. He'll never sleep. He'll again. never lose another tooth. Yeah. <laughs> so now he's gorilla gluing them back into place. <laughs> he keeps a stormtrooper light uh, flashlight <laughs> next to his bed now, just in case. Uh, yeah, I was fine. Why was, they, that flashlight won't hit anything? That's what you use, baby. He <laughs> uh, he was amused by it. I was fascinated by how horrible it still is. Um, yeah. And then I watched a 2015 film called uh, Hidden. If you haven't seen Hidden yet, which I made the mistake of not watching until now, um, Hidden was a very fun film about a family. It's a husband and wife and their daughter. They uh, hide in a bunker, uh, scared that these creature called the breathers may get them. The breathers? The breathers. Just call them mouth breathers. And uh, the film escalates to an awesome a uh, fun, a uh, unique twist that I didn't see coming, even though my wife uh, had it figured out from the beginning. Um, but it was fun. It was something unique. It shows uh, the guy who plays Eric in True Blood comes out at uh, Skarsgård something. Scar- really? Eric Skarsgård or something like that. Alexander? No. Alexander Skarsgård. Yeah, yeah Alexander Skarsgård. He comes out in it, and he actually does a good job as being the dad. And it was a fun film. It's not... It's a slow burn. <clears throat> it's not great, but it was fun. It was something unexpected and neat. Uh, the other movie I finally watched was uh, Paranormal, Paranormal Activity 5. Which um, one was that? Is that? That's the last one. Is that that's the hood? One, that's the one that no, has no, the... That, this is one... The Dimension. Ghost Dimension. Yeah, the Ghost oh, Dimension. Okay. It's the last one. And it really wasn't good. It really wasn't bad. It was a horrible way to end this. It's a horrible way to end the series, but it had all the potential to kind of finally set up a, a nice um, way to close the series. But so then it, does it close it completely, or does it, is it cliffhanger? It closes it. It closes oh, it. It's like an idea about the Toby demon and all that stuff. It comes to an end, but it's very shitty end. Okay. Mm. So I wasn't impressed. Uh, and then I finally saw Crimson Peak. What did you think of Crimson Peak? It was not good. So I'm, I guess you're like, you didn't buy that poster at Mondo. exquisitely beautiful. It's a great film. But she actually gives away the story. It's ghosts are used to tell you about the past. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. So if you take it as like it's going to be this really awesome horror film, it's not. It's a good ghost story, but the ghosts aren't really there to be scary. They're more there to tell you about the past. And that was on a lot of people's top hit yeah, list. Hey, I and, and that's great. I watched it too. So, I didn't care for it. Are, are you glad that you didn't buy the print at MondoCon? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because that was your concern was like, <clears throat> if I buy it and the movie sucks, I'm stuck with it. Yeah. If I don't buy it and the movie's great. Then what the hell? I'm glad I didn't. Buy there it. was one scene in that movie that actually scared Sammy though. Fucking when the door opens and the handles just rattling, oh, yeah, right she right. was like, "I don't like that at all." <laughs> so I was like, "What? A door opening? The door like, is rattling. Normal. What do you do?" <laughs> I, wa- I watched a few movies uh, since last time. Uh, I caught I caught the thing on cable. So which Aaron, enjoy. Have you seen anything since last time? <laughs> have you drunk anything else besides beer since last time? Negative. No. Uh, I caught Egg the thing, dog. the John, the the Carpenter remake. Uh, that's always a classic. Always it's fun to watch. Fucking greatest movie ever. It, it's so amazing. Special effects are still top notch. Uh, I caught Mr. Jones, 2013 uh, movie. Uh, With Dane Cook. I don't think it's Dane Cook. Oh no, you're not, I know. You're like this about. one's found footage. Yeah, yeah. With the handy cam and you know the sculpture maker, the artist guy. It's decent. It's 
better than a lot of other movies that are out there. Not terrible, but not amazing. It's in between. It's it's a good if you want to check it out. It's just give it a shot. I think you're talking about the film with uh, Dean Cook and Kevin Costner. It's got Sarah Green in it, who is deliciously hot, busty blonde, (laughs) see through shirt, bouncing her way through the field. Okay. Wow. Very, very much uh, a moment of... Third w- especially, <laughs> especially when you're watching it, you're like... Run in slow-mo. We're just calling this the ode to the third thumb. <laughs> uh, she, she, she's, just, she's just hot. I mean, uh, we're in the horror genre. Yeah, it's he, all about tits and gore. It is, especially with this chick. Unfortunately. Uh, but, but, but she's hot in this, so check it out for her. Uh, then I finally, I've never seen the, I've seen half of the first movie a long time ago, but I never actually finished this movie, and I started watching the franchise over the Christmas holiday, Hellraiser. What? Oh, wow. I watched the first half a few years ago, but my but my wife and her mom came over, so I had to turn it off, and I never finished it. And so finally, the other night, I turned it on, and I started watching it, and uh, my complaint with this is, Pinhead isn't even in the first movie for a long time, but the whole movie's about him. It's it's really about Uncle Frank. Well, I thought you were no. talking about Nightmare on Elm Street there for a second. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's it's uh, it could be the same thing. Yeah, no, but sure. uh, but no, Penn has not even in the damn first movie for that much. And when he is, it's the house des- destroying itself. Yep. Well, you got to keep in mind, Clyde Barker when he wrote the, the series, Howard. it was never supposed to be about Pinhead. Nope. And and the fans and everybody liked his imagery so much that it became well, that, and he fucking cliche. despises it. Well, he's the icon- he's on the poster. He's like the iconic symbol on the poster. Then you get to the second movie, and it's you know, oh, you know, Pinhead's in this one we'll again for like your ten soul minutes. Apart. You don't really get good enough Pinhead until part three when you have freaking Cenobite Doctor Octopus coming in. They're fighting. Oh, so you watch part three? Yeah, I did. Did watch you watch part, part two? Yeah, watch part two. Oh, awesome! All right, here's my Dude, question. part two. I puked. Well, here's my question. At the end of Hellraiser 1, the house burns down. How does the mattress uh, live to see Hellbound? By the power of herpes. Yeah. Because that bitch <laughs> was sleeping with everybody. Yeah, but it doesn't... I don't even think she was using a fucking mattress in, 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 in part one. No, well, but didn't well, she for, die for, on the bed? For, for her oh, yeah, Frank, she, died she died on, on the, the bed. bed. She died, but so her how the Frank fucking bed survived? Like, because the power of herpes, man. The power... We don't ask this type gift of questions. You see the bonfire. You see the fucking like. Then the house like collapse into right. hell. Yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. You see, it collapses on the Cenobites. You see pterodactyl fucking demon uh, homeless guy fly off at the end of Hell Hellraiser one with the fucking box. Yeah. You do. Oh. I. You know. I never really asked that question. I've ne- I've never made it past part three for Hellraiser. So uh, I, I, I'm debating if I should continue. I, I've, well, and then in Hellraiser three is like, oh, Pinhead's imagine he's in this fucking wet pillar. That's just yeah, like he's yeah. trapped in this pillar. The of dude sex. with the telescope the, eye and the club like, owner owns the fucking pillar. Oh yeah, the, the club owner, you know, the pillar of sex. Yeah. That, no, that. Okay, now that blonde that he was banging as the pillar was watching was pretty hot, but still. Would you do you think she was hot when she got her skin alive? Not really. Exactly. I, you <laughs> know, I thought I thought I didn't out of the, the plastic, first three, but, I, mean, I, she was, she was I thought two yeah. was the best. Out of the first three, I thought two. I was like two. Two was good. better than part one. I like yeah. two because of the doctor's character. The doctor. I was, I was just when I was watching. I was just like, why did why are people making up such a big deal about Pinhead when he's really not? He's like background character. Yeah. Uncle Frank is the main villain, but Pinhead is the background person. And Clive Barker hated the series because of that. Like his books got turned into only about Pinhead, and he fuck. He said if he ever makes uh, another Hellraiser, the first thing he's going to do is kill Pinhead. 
Like you are done. New well, set of bites. I, in part three, they supposedly did so, but I don't know. Haven't, haven't, oh no, he got he comes yeah, back well, yeah, in got, Cyber got, World got, before the, you know. You got six the new more book movies. Kind of deals with that whole pinhead. You got so you got nine movies. So yeah, they, they, they keep that hope alive. Yeah, that that's white hope. that should be a series we we review because I've never made it past three. Well, all nine movies are on Netflix now. Yeah, I know. Uh, wolf. Talk, talk, <laughs> talk about a series of depression. <laughs> That'd be fun just for torture. We the, should do it. The Drek Saga. <laughs> Well, yeah, I watched I, that. And, uh, I caught a few movies. I actually had fucking time. I, I've had like oh, three we weeks where I've had five-day weekends because I had to Sweet. use my vacation time. So I caught a shitload. First movie, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Trick. Oh, no. I fucking had so much fun in this movie, dude. Trick. I don't know why. Cause, really? Oh, I had so much fucking fun in this now, movie. Now, I haven't seen this movie, and one person saying, eh, one person saying, yay. It's fun. It's fun. I'm not going to say, like, oh, my God, it's a must-watch, but, dude, I had a fucking laugh fest. Uh, and, and these scout kids are all in their 16s, and there's this, they just want to party and get laid, and there's this one scene where the zombie's, like, coming through a fence, and her big breasts get exposed. To the, are they one, nice? The, oh, they're beautiful the co- There's only one buddy that wants to get laid. Yeah, well, the, the two of them. No, the other guy they wants to ditch the one dude. The other guy just wants to have... The guy that wants to get laid, he wants... The other guy wants his sister. He has right. like big hots for his sister. Right, but the friend the, of his... The horn dog. Yeah, is the horn dog. Dude, the the one scene, that, when the cop goes through and she goes locked into the... Yeah, <laughs> and the tits come popping out. He's like, ah, ah, runs up, squeezes the tit real quick and runs off. I rewind okay, I'm, I'm going to have to watch this movie. I rewind it funny, just dude. for that scene. That was dude, hilarious. I don't, I don't... like. I can see people not liking it, but I fucking enjoyed the shit out of that it movie. It wasn't as cool as I thought it would be, dude. Like The, the, the trailer plays it off to be almost like zombie world kind of cool. You gotta admit, all the weapons they make in the end are fucking but fun. But dude, it took a long time to get to the it weapon did. stuff. It, did. it was like what the last 15, 20 minutes. Yeah, but I mean, they, throughout all of it, it had comedy. So I was like, it's not a much of a horror movie because the horror doesn't really start happening till like probably forty five minutes but into it. The thing like I that. thought is, it's it's cups the scouts versus the zombie, mm-hmm. but like the stripper chick was doing most of the kick ass stuff. Yeah, the waitress. I'm sorry, she was a waitress. Yeah, <laughs> maybe she's flexible. There are some funny-ass parts, man. They're locked in a cell, and the scout has to figure out how to get the key with a condom and a bungee cord and some other shit. <laughs> that was it, fun. It's, it's fun, man. Aaron, I, I'd check it I'll out. I'll check too. it out. Because yeah, if you can out. see, like, you do see good things in shit movies, you'd really like I have a movie. mixture of both crap and good. Uh, so Aaron I'll loves that direct shit. Uh, next one. Yeah, I it's finally caught Christy. <laughs> What'd you think? awesome really yes awesome. all right cool the end kind of i was kind of like fucking confused with like yeah. oh they they do it like that it's just a group social network but it's it's fucking great now yeah. all of you've it you've seen this and I, I i didn't i watched christy again and i caught something that you might not have seen okay and there's a scene whenever the like spoilers the, spoilers uh, there's a scene in the dorm room where she's the computer the laptop's open yeah did you check the website address what was the website address Dark, darknet Really? Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't catch that. Yes, it was Darknet. Dude, I, I've got to agree with the boys on this. Watch fucking Christy. It's great. <laughs> so now, if you haven't seen Darknet, go check it out because that's a cool little kind of lead into that area. And that's on Netflix, right? That is on Netflix, okay. yes. I recommend that movie to everybody. Uh, or I, series, everybody. I caught another one, uh, Prisoners. Uh, Jeff recommended it <laughs> not too long ago. Uh, <laughs> Are you okay in there? <laughs> yeah. Do you need a magazine? <laughs> a, a wet bib? <laughs> no. Did you wet a wet nip? Fucking prisoners, man. This movie uh, with Hugh Jackman 
is awesome. Uh, Jeff recommended it to me like fuck like a month ago. Mm-hmm. I watched it. It is awesome. It is not. It's a thriller. It's not a fucking horror movie. Okay. It's a thriller. So okay. keep that in mind when watching it. It's it's kind of like a twisted. Just a twisted movie. Just watch it. It's fucking worth it. Is, is it like Hostile Twisted? Some parts are. Okay. Some parts are. It's not gory. Not torture not like, porn? No, there's torture in it. Okay. This dude tortures the shit out of somebody in it, but uh, it's it's definitely one of those that you don't don't expect like fucking murder and mayhem. Just it, watch it. It's fucking great. Uh, another one I caught. <clears throat> Blood-sucking bastards. Yes. Yay. What'd you think of it? No. <laughs> You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I laughed at some parts, but I didn't find it's like original, uh, I guess would be the problem. I kind of had a problem with it all being in an office. Like nobody ever fucking went home. <laughs> well, it's because nobody dig their vamp- yeah, vampires. I know. It's, I don't know. It, it had good scenes and it had funny acting. Uh, the dude from Super Troopers is in it. Yes. I didn't even recognize him with the mustache. And finally, like halfway the guy, through the, the movie, the I was like, The from uh, Game of Thrones is in there. Yeah, and fucking uh, the dude from Cabin in the Woods is funny as always. Yeah. I mean, I loved his friend. He's playing an online video game. And he's like, you just got your ass kicked by an adult with a big-ass dick. <laughs> <laughs> there are some moments that are fucking funny in that movie. And that video game is a real video game. It's called Van- uh, Zombiers. It's actually available on PS3 Yeah, and on online. And then uh, I caught the Reverend. It's fucking great. Uh, after that, I caught the Peanuts movie. It's great. My daughter uh, wants to see that movie. The Peanuts movie? You haven't watched it? <sighs> okay. If you if you like Charlie Brown, this is a great Charlie Brown movie. I'll, I'll put my it on, I love Charlie I'll put it on my list. Did you see it? No. She wants to, we, we were going to go see... We were, I was going to take my daughter to go see it today, but uh, she didn't. She wasn't behaving, so it's we're wonderful. like... wonderful. I, 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 I like, go to your room. You're not going to... No Peanuts. No. Honestly, me and Samantha, we're... Both had a day off work and we were fucking bored. And I was like, you know what? The penis movie's out. Penis, penis, penis movie. Peanuts. Uh, <laughs> penis. And penis. We literally just knew nothing about it. Went to the theater. I was overly delighted. Like I laughed so many times, and it, it's it brought me back to childhood, which is a now, good job. Do the parents still talk like you know? Wah, wah. Oh yeah. Wah, wah, oh yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Nice. Oh no, not another test. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then I caught, this one's probably one of my favorites, A Girl Walks Alone at Night. Oh, God. The black and white film? Yes. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Cool. I started watching it, and I, I don't know, just, I wasn't doing it for me, so I turned it off, but I'm, I do want to go back and check it out check again. Check it out, man. It's okay. worth it. Uh, the, it's filmed in Southern California, but the director did, like, an artistic idea. Yeah, I saw, idea. Like, the, the greasers at the beginning. He put it in uh, Iranian. Iranian be, film. Yeah, Iranian, yeah. and uh, it's black and white. But it's fun. It's there's one of my favorite soundtracks of all time. When they when if Waxwork puts it on vinyl, I will no. be buying it. Mondo put it out a long time ago on vinyl. Fuckers. Yeah. yeah Elijah Wood actually was there. He was a big uh, uh, spokesperson for the film. I love the movie. The imagery is gorgeous, yeah. and uh, like I said, it's in a different language. It's black and white. That doesn't appeal to a lot of people. But yeah, and the idea that the good. vampire. Well, I'm sorry, the girl is known as the girl the whole time. Yeah. yeah. It was fun. It was. Uh, I was raised on black and white films, so yeah, I, I I'm sorry, didn't have a problem with it. Extremely be in the mood for this one because it can put you to sleep very fucking very fast. fast. Yeah, it actually put experience. me to sleep twice. Yeah, it's hard to get through. Yeah, it took me at least, like you said, two or three times. Well, oh. I watched it at Texas Frightmare last year. Mm-hmm. 
I fell asleep within 15 minutes. That's the thing. I, I watched turned it, it the, off. I watched it the I second night at Texas Frightmare. I made halfway through it, fell asleep. Finally, I finished it. Because I think so. Aaron posted something about getting the Universal's collection yeah. uh, recently mm-hmm. at a really good cost. And I was like, man, that's just like a huge snooze fest for me. You ever want to put me to sleep, show me the old school black and white. The sad Universal thing is that the Blu-ray Universal collection for it was like 40 bucks. Mm-hmm. You get, I think, 10 movies. Mm-hmm. They dropped the price for the Universal collection on DVD, which has 30 films for the same price. And I'm cheating myself because I should have got the DVD collection with <laughs> everything. Instead of just the ten movies on Blu-ray, no, I own the thirty collection. That's why I'm like, I know the the amount of snooze fest that you purchase when you buy that. Kind of stuff. <laughs> I like, there, there's some that I want to see, and there are others in there that I'm just I don't want to see. Oh, so I, I bought sh- I bought the fifty film Universal Classic Monsters movie. Yeah, uh, there's only like seven of them that I like. I mean, yeah. it has. Dracula, it's got family the yeah, opera. That's the thing you don't realize. It, it has like the Abbott Costello and it has a lot of the weird stuff that you I don't really those. give a shit about. I love Abbott Costello. And that's the thing though, it's like, it <laughs> really. The Wolfman, that yeah, one's awesome. It's great. It really depends on like your mood. Because like I said, yeah. I could put them on right now and I'm talking. The biggest problem that I had is it didn't have Frankenstein versus the Wolfman. Like, yeah. those were great. Um, that that, the that uh, the 30 DVD collection has that one in there. Fuck. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's why I was kicking my ass self in the ass about I was like, damn it, I should have got the other one instead. Yeah. yeah. So that's a that's all I they saw. Watched. A pretty good fucking selection. I mean, yeah, dude. Those were those were all really those fun movies. Good. The only one that I kind of had any problems with was uh, blood sucking, but I think it was just played up in my head. It was still a good movie. Okay, dude. So. I was drunk. I didn't want to do anything. I went and saw that film, and I left my ass off. It was mainly. Yeah, I'm because... glad you went to go see that one instead of Gutterballs too. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, Evil Bong 420. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. I skipped both those two. Yeah. I went for Evil Bong for the free beer. Wolf. But uh, I guess it's uh, time for a segment that uh, everybody likes to hear about. Uh, hit my music. Okay. Starting <laughs> <laughs> starting off from My Wallet Hates Me. Uh, from Sideshow Collectibles, this was actually pointed out to me by uh, Nathan. Uh, we have an Evil Dead 2 version of Ash figure Booyah. that is available now for 240 bucks. It is 12 inches of Ashness in all his glory. Uh, there are two different versions. There is a Sideshow Collectibles version. There is also a regular version. The Sideshow Collectibles version comes with his evil severed hand that fits around the base uh, they didn't have a description on the points of articulation, but if this is Sideshow Collectibles, you're probably looking at around 25 to maybe 35, depending on how great, like how big of a grade this is. Uh, it looks pretty amazing. It's pretty dead on accurate for some of the details. The face accuracy is a little questionable, just because uh, they're using scans from photos and not actual, you know, actually using Bruce's uh, scan. So uh, other than that, is it worth 240? Yeah, for the for the sideshow edition, yes, just because the hand you could display it with him like kind of attacking Ash with throat, just like on the the movie poster. But uh, there is a payment plan. But then again, you know, save it for one that looks a little bit better. Um, from Amuck Time Studios, there is something called Uncle Nosferatu. It is a vinyl figure that's ten inches tall with six points of articulation. Only fifty pieces of this were made. It is full vinyl. It looks like this goofy hipster Nosferatu figure. Oh, no. uh, he's got a scarf. He's got a cardigan jacket. <laughs> it looks goofy and silly, but it looks pretty cool. And it's a hundred bucks, but I'm not going to drop the bones for that, just because 
that's too that's too much for me. Even though there are, there are only fifty versions of this made. Now, with that being said, there is a Mexican version of this called uh, Nighttime Uncle Nosferatu, where he glows in the dark. And there are sixty versions of that one made uh, for one hundred twenty bucks, I think, and that comes out uh, in next month in February sometime. It's decent, but eh. Uh, jumping on to some Funko news because again, you know Funko has some cool has some cool stuff. Uh, they are coming out with this June, uh, Five Nights at Freddy's Mr. Minis. Uh, this is probably like the sixth version of Mr. Minis for Five Nights at Freddy's. If you don't, you know, if you follow, if you love that game, this is the Funko version. The figures look pretty decent. You're, you're looking at seven bucks a box. Some people are selling four boxes for twenty four. Uh, it's just all up to you. Jumping on, Five Nights at Funko is also releasing. Ah, let me try that again. <laughs> Funko is also making. Five Nights at Freddy's action figures. These are highly detailed action figures in the style of their kind of of their Game of Thrones figures that they make, or their uh, their other like highly detailed articulated figures. Uh, they're pretty cool looking. Uh, there's only four of them coming out. Uh, not you know they're, they're going to have uh, Freddy, Foxy, Bonnie, Chica, and Golden Freddy. Uh, if you can find Golden Freddy, he's going to be the rare. Uh, but again, uh, also coming out, or it's just hitting the stores now, if you're a big fan of Terminator, Funko is releasing these kind of badass T100 figures that look really cool, but they're Walgreens exclusives. How Looking big are they? 20 bucks. No, how big? Uh, the these height. are six and a half inch tall. Oh, that's cool. They're, the T100s look pretty badass. I might have to get those if I could find one. And then rounding up the Funko news, they just released the schedule for 2016 of what they're coming out with, and Resident Evil is finally getting pops. Uh, there will be a set of six with two exclusives going to GameStop and one exclusive going to Barnes & Noble. Uh, it looks like possibly the Barnes & Noble might be getting the uh, the Tyrant giant figure exclusive with GameStop either getting a bloody version of Jill or possibly a glow-in-dark version of Wesker. Uh, those are just rumors right now for what's actually in the set, but they are happening and they're coming out this summer of 2016. Uh, we I kind of covered everything recent, recently with Shout Factory, so I've got nothing for them, nothing for Severin, nothing for Vinegar. Uh, but to kind of finish it out, uh, I did get my December shock box from Famous Monsters of Filmland, and it was pretty decent this time. Uh, you got a Wolfman print from Rick Baker to follow up with oh. the Bride of Frankenstein and the Frankenstein Monster. You also got comic ver- comic book variant cover of Monster World number one, which looks pretty cool. I have to haven't read it yet, but hopefully I'll get to. You get Cockneys versus Zombies DVD that was included in there. Uh, a Chewbacca puzzle, because I guess why not? And then finally, the famous Monsters of Film and shirt, which is a throwback to their uh, number 27 cover, uh, which is pretty badass. Did you release a uh, video of you opening it? This I didn't time? do that yet. Uh, I filmed myself, but somehow the video just started skipping and messing up. So oh, shit. I, didn't, I didn't go back and refilm it. So there's no video this month. Sorry, Filmland. Sorry, Carolyn. Uh, but uh, there will be one for next month. Cool. We'll for next month. And then also, quick shout out to one of our listeners. Uh, she actually makes some some pretty badass jewelry. Uh, let me pull up her name real quick. Uh, Christine Thurston Nix. Uh, she makes some pretty badass uh, comic book themed jewelry. If you ask her to do it, I kind of jokingly said Spider Man twenty ninety nine or Iron Fist, and she popped out some cool Iron Fist pendants jewelry. Cool. So uh, if you want something, she's a she's a listener of our show. Uh, find her through our page or go look her go look her up. 
she has some pretty badass stuff. I'd love to see a Silver Surfer design, please. She, she'll probably make it. She listens to the she listens to the podcast. So, uh, Christine, if you're listening, uh, Silver Surfer has been requested. Please. I will be buying the Iron Fist stuff from you soon. So, thanks. And that's all I got for wallet hate. Right that's now. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. Pretty much the only thing Shot Factor's been releasing has <laughs> been either cover art or extras. And that's stuff that we've already covered. Yeah, they got a big year up ahead of them, so I can't wait to see uh, things start dropping. Yeah, I mean, after the Christmas dump, they, I mean, we probably won't have anything new until like March from a Pretty lot of much. those. Pretty much. But, well, next month. Hopefully they'll start dropping more titles, some more things. I'm still waiting for that uh, uh, more information for Return of the Living Dead, their super edition. Yeah, and I'm curious to hear about that uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, because I think uh, NECA also dropped a, a slight hint that they might do a Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 character coming up soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, that's, so you have anything else that's coming up that... Uh, no. They spend a grand on, like, that $1,000 death Fuck that. statue? <laughs> <laughs> I wish, man. They, they did release a new another statue in that line uh, that's like three hundred dollars. I mean, not... I I did just buy a three hundred dollars statue, uh, but I it was a rarity. Nice. That's a rarity. Yeah, I mean, it was a gift. So there you go. Uh, also, nice. if you if by the time this episode drops, uh, Amazon.com has the Ghostbusters board game on sale. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just got that for as a Christmas gift from the wife, and it's actually pretty fun. Cool. So mm-hmm. if you're a Ghostbusters fan and you're in the playing tabletop, not, Amazon not has it for most. a... Hmm? I, I, not a bad buy. Just like you I, you had recommended the uh, Attack on Tokyo or something like that. Yes. King yeah. of Tokyo. Yeah, King of Tokyo. That was actually a cool neat, uh, neat drop that got really cheap on Amazon right mm-hmm. before Christmas. I actually bought that for two, uh, two, uh, my cousin because she played and she loved it and I bought it for another friend and they are like, thank you. Yeah, because I, mean, like, I think the regular board price is actually $40 and it dropped it down to 20 25 That's awesome. Yeah. You go to Target, Amazon price match it. Do you own uh, Attack on New York? Not yet. Cause just, because, that, just because the price hasn't dropped on that. Yeah, because that's still a little pricey. It's the newer, I it's guess, the newer version of it. Or not version, but it's a, it's you can use the characters from the Attack on to- uh, King of Tokyo for mm-hmm. King of New York. You use the same characters and use the same abilities, but it's a different game. Awesome. So, But it still plays into it. Sweet. Highly recommend that that series of games, especially the expansions. It's so much fun. Yeah, it looks fun as shit. And it will end marriages, relationships. <laughs> and if you hate your mother-in-law, play her. There you go. All right, guys. So this draws us to the uh, end of our uh, news, reviews, and wallet hate uh, episode. Yeah. So uh, from all of us, this is Jeff. This is Nathan. And this is Aaron. Keep it scary. Here's
Soup and the Horror of Texas is brought to you by Virus Vodka, Tino Evil, Nightmare Pro Wrestling, and Famous Monsters of Filmland. Remember to keep it scary. And if you're still listening to this episode of uh, The Magic of Radio uh, or Podcasting, uh, this is actually what we uh, people in podcasting like to call B-roll. Um, so this film came out in late December called Star Wars, uh, The Force Awakens. I think we all got into a loud, uh, arguous rant somewhat earlier in this episode. Uh, so to now fill out the uh, fat of the situation. Uh, guys, what did y'all think about the uh, Star Wars Force Awakens? Can we officially change the podcast to Deep in the Force of Texas? Deep in the Force <laughs> of Texas. You've heard it here first from me, uh, from Aaron. I uh, loved you, it. I thought uh, it was great. You loved it? Uh, yeah. Uh, Nate? Top fucking marks, dude. Top I marks. had so goddamn much fun in this. It took yeah. me back to a kid. That's good. I mean, I... I, 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 I yes, I agree with y'all. Now, am I going to say it's the best... No. It, for me, is the second best. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably say top three. Yeah. Top three. I enjoyed it. Um, when I analyze it as the uh, person I am, uh, I, 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 you know, I hit the cracks and I break them open. Yeah, you do that. So you definitely do that. Let's keep in this is only one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's going to be a lot of questions answered with the next So, Jeff, one. what's your hate on this film? Um, <laughs> I didn't like Gollum sitting on a fucking throne like and talking about how he's the supreme leader. Snoke. Yeah, that, that supreme leader Snoke. Uh, I'm just not a fan of the CG shit. I'm sorry. And when it comes into character design, you kind of start hitting the marks of like what Guillermo del Toro did for The Strain. It's like, if you can't create a unique character design in this day and age i really think you should just hang up your hat and just leave it well i'm curious how much abrams had to with character design for this film because in the past you know the cloverfield monster the super eight monster you know they were decent designs yeah uh but i'm curious how much say he had for this design for uh, snoke I didn't like Snoke at all. I kind of didn't like the introduction to him at all. Like it, it kind of undermined Kylo Ren. Like, like you're no, you're not the big bad. I like the throne room. I like the idea that the hologram was huge. I didn't like the character design. If they would have went with mm. something more, I don't know, just he looks imag- like Freddy. imaginative. Yeah, exactly. Melted yeah, he, face. Yeah, he did. Look he like had a fucking anus mouth. He's okay. <laughs> he did look like Froggy Krueger. He fucking lot. looked like an asshole with teeth, talking. And I, and I didn't like that. He gave Andy Serkis is great. He's amazing. He's wonderful. Don't give him every fucking super CG job. I'm sorry. He's the fucking monkey in the monkey movie. He's the fucking... Planet <laughs> of the Apes. <laughs> He's the fucking Gollum in the Gollum movies. <laughs> Lord of he's the Rings the and fucking, Hobbit. Uh, God damn. He's, he's, the, he's, he's the monkey in the other monkey movie. King Kong. Yeah. Right? King Kong. He does all this shit. There's not... Usually, I mean, out of the abundance of humanity... He's the only person that could wear fucking dots on his face Can and do a good job. Can we put the man on screen without yeah, so the shit? Like, ah. so, so it's kind of like Doug Jones. Pretty much. Exactly. Doug Jones, he's pretty badass, though. And <laughs> he finally got his on-screen role with Vision. In, in the whole scene with... What? Yeah, he was Vision. Oh, really? No, he wasn't. 
I thought Doug the, Jones. I thought no, he was Silver Surfer and uh, no, the, I'm thinking that, oh, I'm thinking of somebody else. You're thinking of I thought uh, the Bentley guy was the, yeah, yeah the English Bentley. Guy. Yeah, Bentley. I'm, I'm thinking of somebody else. Um, <laughs> and the whole grandma big goggles scene just killed the fucking moment. You mean Estelle Getty from Golden I Girls? I loved it. God, that whole I fucking. I loved her. Miz or Miz, well, it's like you name. you have this momentum and you want to drop a brick on the momentum and well, slow you, it down. Well, you have to explain some things to people who don't know. Yeah, guess, a lot of these yeah. people who come into Star Wars don't know really anything, and you have to have that one person or character that's like that explains things. Yes, because... my buddy, I talked to my buddy about it, and he was like, "If you ever needed to appreciate your grandma, that's what that scene was kind of invented for." It was kind of like to, to give you to guilt trip you into visiting grandma at the shelter. Pretty much, okay. It was almost like a segue into uh, what is the cafe, the cantina scene. Yeah, the cantina scene. Yeah. yeah. But I didn't like in this movie how they cut it so quickly. Like it should have lingered in that that cantina moment scene. of people in that room, but it was just kind of like, okay, 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 okay. Now let's sit and talk. I hate the point. This point where she crawled across the table <laughs> to zoom in and look at the you fucking. You see a lot in eyes. Oh my God. Oh, well, she, she, she's short, before. you know. She's a short person. Age does that. When I when I, when I looked on Facebook and be like, I'm going in for my second dose. I was like, go eat a dick, okay? Because if you need a second dose of that bullshit, I saw it twice. Oh really? <laughs> I was like, geez, I can wait till Redbox. I can wait till this fucking thing hits Blu-ray at Best Buy. It's already it's already pre, like you can pre-buy it already. It came out the pre-sale started the Friday the next released. day. Yeah, I saw it at Target. It's like oh forty dollars, you can pre-order your fucking. Well, bullshit. the first viewing I went to was at the Edwards IMAX. Yeah. The, the 3D was out of focus. It was one fucking scene. It was no, it, the, like the, for the whole movie, the 3D was out of focus. I had to close went, one eye to watch it. The one scene that went full blown. It was the fucking Jakku scene. I know that was what people spent twenty some odd dollars for. Was one fucking scene yeah. to be Joanna-sized. and yeah. and also the special edition 3D glasses. I was pissed. Yeah. I was pissed at that theater because you've got a ninety-five by seventy-five foot screen, and they use like sixty feet of the ninety-five feet. Wow. And, and I was like, you know what? I went and saw Interstellar. Interstellar had multiple scenes of using the full IMAX screen. If you spent the money to go see the IMAX mega see, uh, screen see, showing, you saw one scene. One scene of, like, unique IMAX. It pissed me off. Yeah. I, let's just say that. And so I went back to uh, Cinemark XD just to watch it there. Enjoy it. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. I, I've, I've seen probably about four movies on IMAX. I don't even think it was title. XD. I think I just went to regular 3D. But, uh, oh, okay. It was, fucking, it, was, it was better than that IMAX bullshit. If you're going to say a movie's IMAX... Fucking use the whole fucking, use the whole fucking thing. Like, thing. I remember when they did the Dark Knight, and that entire ten minute intro was all, all IMAX and full then screen, it, and then it went small screen yeah. for a little bit. But any mm. of the big scenes, like the would, the, would you, the chase underground, would in utilize the tunnels, it. Yeah, use it. They used it for that. Like, if you're gonna film in IMAX, just film it in fucking IMAX. Yeah. Don't switch around because it's stupid. It's a gimmick, and it's five dollars fucking more. That's what pissed me off, dude. I'm sorry. When I heard about that shit, I was like, "Yawn." Even the dickhead who did Transformers did multiple action scenes in full blown IMAX. I I, actually, I saw Transformers in IMAX because uh, Travis wanted to go see it, and he didn't want to go by himself, so I tagged along, and it didn't utilize the full screen except for the one scene where that was shot in the pawn shop. Mm-hmm. That was it. That was it. That was the only thing different was just that one scene. He was all happy about it. Yikes. And I was just like, oh, look, the, the Mountain Dew vending machine got, a, got more screen time. Bigger. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not downing the shit. I'm just like 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 Nathan said. It's like if you're gonna do it, do it. If you're not, then why make it such a big um, shenanigan? You know, like make it a big deal. Like, ooh, go see an IMAX. Blah blah blah. Well, because this is this is Star Wars. You, you, you've got to exactly pull the, most money. the whole fucking thing should have been shot in IMAX. It should. It should have all been that been. big format because this movie. Is a fucking happening right now, dude. Like it's broke all the office two box weeks, office record. Two weeks, a billion dollars. Yeah, over. It's like <laughs> one point. It's one point five right now. It's approaching yep. two in fucking two weeks. Like that is amazing. Yeah. I hope it overthrows Avatar, but it won't because Avatar. I don't know why they calculated it in, but it it's fucking the original release, and then when they re-released it with the new footage, yeah, they count that, and that made like an extra billion and a half so well, it's like because people are stupid yeah i mean you're at you're taking mm, eh. you're just taking a, a extra 1.5 on top yeah. of it and fucking adding that and see star wars be. is is a rough area for me because the original trilogy means so much to me mm-hmm. if right. i ever want to link to my childhood i watch the original trilogy now when you start shuffling off the films that you consider the original trilogy to me at blu-ray or dvd or anything like that i shit in your fucking face because those are not fucking films that is the most shittiest way to observe these films I'm sorry before before Lucas took the huge CG shit on all these films the they 90s? were actually something the ones they were, in the 90s yeah the re-releases the, I'm sorry the re-releases are shit I I, I, I kind of grimace at even showing my son these fucking versions because it's like horrible I own the original trilogy on VHS still to this Lucky. day and I show them to my son Mm-hmm. And when I show him the CG shit, he laughs at the shit that is added. I mean, cool he, story, bro. <laughs> the beyond the Wampa scene that's been extended in the CG stuff, yeah. it really sets a very flat note of what Lucas really did consider an audience. It was very... Well, I think his audience was white slavers at the time. Well, that's what he sold it to. Yeah. was pretty much people that say, hey, you know what? <clears throat> we're going to pretty much embellish on what you consider nostalgia and we're going to feed it to you. I remember this one uh, from the <clears throat> special edition Return of the Jedi where I think it's showing like Jabba's Palace of Faraway View and there's a little frog insert that burps. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? What's the point of that? That right there, $20,000. Yeah. Why did you do that? There's no point to it. There's nothing for it. I can... I dug that he like opened the cockpit windows and put better paneling, you know, the, well, that kind in, of thing, in a, in a and new enhancing hope, it. In a new hope, he added what like more soldiers and more dewbacks in the desert. Yeah, like that's, searching. That's kind of. I didn't cool. really need that. I didn't, I didn't really need that. It, some of it is playable, but when you take the bane of the Star Wars and put Hayden Christensen in, in instead of Sebastian Shaw as the Force Ghost, you fucking lost. you just. Made me throw away my that copy. It's yeah. going straight to the garbage. I'll never watch that copy version again. It's fucking garbage. Now they changed the entire ending of Jedi, where it shows a celebration on Every all the planets. Planet. Yeah, and it changed yeah. the music. It's no longer yum yum. Yeah, yum yum. Now it's some fucking boring yeah. opera like bullshit. Oh, it's so stupid. It's like changing the cantina song for me. It's, it's fucking garbage. Or, no, or adding a song to the cantina. Oh, that yeah. whole fucking scene oh. in Java's Pilot. Get your shit out of here, oh, dude. Man, I hated that shit. Like, I can't. I, I'm so glad they got her away from George Lucas, and I'm yeah. so glad that this movie's doing well. Well, I'm, that's why I'm glad I showed my kid the original 
because I show I you know what I fucking I don't care I'll show my kid the original ones if he wants to see them widescreen I can hunt down the laserdisc versions, but seeing them without the CG bullshit, it allows him to have a fucking fresh understanding of like this this thing that we call Star Wars wasn't always full of cock and mouth disease. It know? wasn't polished. Well, it wasn't well, like uh, that. The thing the rumor is that. Disney's going to release the original and, they, uh, and, and, and the they original can't. cut. They can't. They can't. They can't. They can't because the original fucking people that own that fucking version will never. They, they got bought out. They can't release the rights. They got bought out. They got bought. Yeah, Four billion dollars. So even even with Disney owning the rights, they still don't own the rights to the original cut of this fucking film. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They bought out that, Lucasfilm. That, but that's the thing, though. Even Lucas didn't really have the original rights. I was reading about that the other day because they said, hopefully we'll eventually see the Blu-ray release of the original cuts. Yeah. And they're saying, it can't be done. Oh. And that's just me reading the shit that I stupidly read because I still hope for, like you said, the long, hopefully one day we'll see the Blu-ray it, release of the original cuts. It would make sense because, I mean, the first film, Lucas didn't have money. He shit. was backing under well, the studio. Well, Lucas shit on him, too. He he didn't want to release him. You think Lucas wouldn't have double-dipped and released the original cuts just because he knew a fucking ignorance of fucking humanity was there to fucking buy it? Ugh. He would have done it. Yeah. I still want to see Return of Jedi, the Sarlacc pick, without the tendrils in teeth and vagina mouth and everything yeah like audrey just, too just fucking in the pit <laughs> just just the pit just the pit by and then it burps yeah <laughs> i mean it looks down a hole and all you see is like teeth teeth yeah that's it it didn't have this fucking audrey two snout coming out like a while lance he wasn't coming out of the damn pit what no. i'm amazed is that lucas on really, shot first lucas kind of gave up the uh the awesomeness i thought he held as like a badass creator but he kind of shits on the audience saying, like, this is what I wanted to make. This is how I'm going to make it. And you're going to deal with it regardless of what your point of view is. Because I'm George Lucas. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's funny. Is he's dismissing this new film. Yeah. Like, this is garbage. Well, it's well, like, well, you well, fucking yeah. fat bastard. Well, yeah, because he's jealous. And he's like, this is what I sh- wish I could have done. You know what? If you look at George Lucas's fucking filmography, tell me what's good. Not Star really. Wars, American Graffiti. His writing efforts in the it. in the Indiana Jones. His films. writing directing sucked. I mean, okay, out of the original trilogy, Empire Strikes Back is the best. That was done by the guy who taught George yeah. Lucas. Er, er, Irwin, Kirshner or yeah, something. Yeah, Kirshner. 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 It was oh his film teacher. And that that's far superior. Uh, my old lady loves New Hope first and foremost. A lot of people do. I'm an Empire guy. I fucking... I like, yeah, I love Empire. Empire's a I shit. I love Empire. I'm more of a Jedi person. Really? My, my wife likes Jedi. Yeah. She like, my wife likes Return of the Jedi. Jedi can put me to sleep, but it can also make me like highly entertained throughout the whole film, too. So it depends on, like I said, my mood. I think just in terms of pacing is why I like Empire so New much, Hope becomes fun. like a huge incest film to me after you get like the whole grasp of what the whole fucking film is. <laughs> so I can't really watch New Hope without like a fresh idea like, okay, he's wanting to fuck his sister the whole yeah. fucking hey, film. She just worked, kissed his lips and in, he sits all back like, It worked yeah. in Joe Dirt. <laughs> exactly. It worked in Joe Dirt. You're my sister. You're my sister. <laughs> Joe, what's wrong? <laughs> and Empire Strikes Back is awesome. Except that... Uh, it's the first time that There's we nothing got wrong grit with Empire. in a, like a colorful movie. There's nothing wrong with Empire. I think it hints at the darkness, and I think Jedi encompasses the darkness better. Mm-hmm. And that's what we can get into more. It's like <clears throat> with Vader kind of having the love for Luke, it yeah. ultimately kills him because it creates that ambiguous nature of like, I have to destroy the Emperor because I love my son. So I'm going to save my son from this ultimate evil that I eventually succumb to, yada, yada. I'm not talking about prequels, because I will not talk about prequels. Well, it's okay. okay. <clears throat> All right, but, so but, uh, Force uh, Awakens. Have you played Battlefront? Yeah. yeah. 
totally DLC is coming out soon with the Force Awakens skins. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. If you played Hero Mode, uh, they're going to replace uh, Vader with Kylo Ren. They're going to replace Boba Fett with Captain Phasma. Emperor still stays the same. I'm going to say one thing real quick. I don't. When I first heard Star Wars Episode Seven coming out, I didn't like it. I didn't like the idea. Mm-hmm. To me, even including the horrible prequels, the story was complete. The the prophecy of Skywalker balancing the Force lived through Anakin. He it wasn't Luke. Everybody fucks this up. Anakin was the prophecy. He came in, he gave balance to the Force, he turned dark, and then in the end, he killed this, the bad dudes off. He killed mm-hmm. the Emperor, and that was it. And he came back to the, the, the light. You know, He saved his son. He did The very last deed he did on this world, this galaxy, was good. And Jeff is disagreeing. I totally he, disagree. You can disagree all you want, but that I, is the series. No, it's not. It's and now there's a new Skywalker. No, Luke, Luke, well, is, Luke alludes is, to... No, yeah. Luke, Luke it, is a full circle. Luke is the only one that's awakened no. to the idea that both dark side and the Force can exist within a person, a Jedi. No. Yes, totally. Because <laughs> he's the one that got tempted by the dark side, and dun, he succ- dun, he's the only one dun, to succumb dun, to the dun, fact dun, that he did not dun, say dun, yes dun, to it, nor did he say no dun, to it. Dun, he fucking dun, fought the dun, face that he was going to destroy dun, his father dun, ultimately, but he also succumbed to the idea that, you know what, true Jedi and true Force will allow me to make the choice not to do it. Yeah, but he didn't go there to kill his father. He came to the. He the, came there to kill the emperor. Well, it's the same thing that you see Ray come to. She comes to both the cliff of killing both Kylo, but also coming succumbing to the idea that maybe the Force would stop her from doing it too. That's why you see the two fucking things separate and, and divide her, because it was her coming to the edge of becoming dark side, literally but then literally the cliff the side where everything would just break apart. Where she was actually the Force kind of separated them. I don't see that. I, I do like you. You can read it how you want, but I always, as a kid growing up watching these, the prophecy happened with Anakin. That that's the prophecy of Skywalker. There's uh, someone born from the midi chlorians of the Force, rose to great power, and gave balance to the Force. And the balance was Luke. In the end, it took Vader or Anakin killing off all the Jedi. All the Sith. He killed the younglings. He killed the younglings. He killed, he killed off everybody who had the Force, except Uh-oh. except Vader, uh, or except uh, Yoda. But in the end, he triumphed. His last good deed was coming back to the Force. He killed the bad, came back to the good. That's why in the end, he's the Force Ghost. It's now Hayden Christensen, as everybody would know. But it was yeah. Sebastian Shaw. It was the original Vader. And George Lucas's fucking reasoning for that was, oh, it's because fucking he, when he was a force user, a good side of the force, he was Anakin. So that's why they added Hayden Christensen. Bullshit. His last act was heroic. It was a good deed. He killed the big bad emperor, not Luke. So then shouldn't he come back as like half burnt Vader? Um... Well, he came back as Sebastian Shaw, which kind of makes sense. Yeah, he's an old man, yeah, fully clothed and everything. But okay, come on now. Let, let's talk about let's talk about the the super stereotyped character in the whole film, Poe Dameron. Oh, I love him. Super Italian. Hey yo, How's come back, Carter. How you doing, bibbity bobbity? How's this start? You talk, I talk. How we you talk? You talking to me? Are you talking to me? Poe was trash. That was a trash character. You shut your whole, oh, you no. shut your whole mouth that up, boy. So you shut so your Poe mouth. That was so, <laughs> you shut that your was mouth. So I drive an X-wing, yo. 
Having Poe show. How are you doing? I don't know why Poe was even How you doing? part of that film. I think we can all agree the greatest character was BB-8. That he was so fucking adorable. <laughs> I love the little lighter thumbs up. Oh my god, he was so fucking cool, man. I don't know how to feel about that. I liked him more in R2. And really? that's a fucking stretch. Wow. I love R2. I love R2. I don't but know, dude. I'm thinking of getting two hand tattoos. One with BB-8 and the other side fucking R2. Like no, That's how much I like get, him. If you get BB-8, get like the FIFA, the FIFA logo. Just tattooed right next to him. I might get the Death Star and R2 fucking and then cross out BB-8. That's the thing. And the whole fucking Kylo Ren temper, temper transfer. That was, that was great. That was fucking horrible. That yeah, was Sammy didn't like it either. I was like, I'm so mad. I didn't get my way. I Although I do like how the fucking stormtroopers are walking up and they just see sparks and yelling and they're like, eh. I thought that was great because he's second generation. And so he's trying to live. He's trying to, or third generation. He's trying to live up to that aspect of Vader, and he's not doing it. So he's throwing a temper tantrum like Prince John, which I thought was great. I, but it immediately takes away that he's the big bad, like that, and seeing the ginormous melted cheese pizza face, fucking dude. That takes away from him being the big bad. Yeah, it did. Like, that's why Vader was so kick-ass. I, I, so, I was so impressed by Kylo Ren right at the beginning, especially when he stopped the fucking like, well, laser bolt coming towards him and just like held it there. I was like, I'll just keep well, that. Well, I think put that Kylo on Ren doing that, like, it, it diminishes, it diminishes oh. his like, oh, you know, his, like uh, intimidation, which is great. Yeah. I mean, but I think that the temper tantrum is just so good. Just because, because it breaks his character. Yeah. It breaks his character. It, it, it adds something to it, but it wasn't for the better, I feel. Because now you can kind of grow with him in this next trilogy, with him becoming well, the, thing, the little though, rat boy to... Uh, it's it's like when you really examine the film, you hear Snoke's voice taunting Rey to kill Ren. Because mm -hmm. ultimately you feel Ren is the weak link. Like, Ren wasn't strong enough to be what Snoke wanted yeah. to govern the new uh, Republic and shit, or whatever. Uh because, like, I mean, Rin ultimately was, like, he was caught up in fear, caught up in heartache and loss because he did want to kill his do his dad. Because when he ultimately, when he stakes fucking Solo. Solo, it's like... You know, so there's an important part to that. When Han's talking to him, the, the sunlight's still on him. Yeah. And then as he hands him over the saber... It goes completely black, and that's when you see and him. his face lights evil. up red. Yeah. And I'm like, here it comes. Yeah. I ultimately think that Snoke was trying to bait Ray into the circle. Mm -hmm. Oh, of course. Because I think that's the reason that you see the separation. I think somehow the Force separated Ray from the situation and actually striking down Ren, because that ultimately would have been what Snoke wanted. I have a theory. Uh, I don't know if it's correct, and I, nobody will know. Only yeah, the writers yeah, yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. know. But I, wait two years. Everybody's saying Ray's a Skywalker. I don't. I what can Ray's see the argument for it, but I also see a different argument. What if Ray's I, Kenobi? That would be interesting. Well, no, I no, don't think so. But what I'm what I'm staking as claim is she. During the story, you hear that Luke started a new Jedi training. Uh, the Knights of Ren came in and fucking, you know. Yeah, because Ren Ren revolted. I think, yeah, in the big I think background. she was like a three-year-old, four-year-old youngling in training, what? and Luke or whoever dropped was... her off on that planet. A, it doesn't make sense that it's Luke's daughter, and he drops her drops her off to the fat slaver. Yeah, why would he do that? That's huh. why it, would you? Do it that? worked for his dad. Make sense. Well, in the expanded universe, uh, Luke's wife was actually Mara Jade. Yeah, and Mara Jade was actually it, Mara Jade somehow using the hologram of Snoke to kind of hide her 
her Path? existence yeah. fucking would be awesome because it'd be like Mara saying like Ray, I am your mother <laughs> kind of shit. But that's why I kind of think like it could be like that she was just a youngling. Like she was learning the force and then Kylo fucking went all ape shit. Luke was like, fuck, the school's ruined. But why would she have a memory of her father Luke leaving her rather than they didn't show a, Luke. They, they didn't show Luke. She has an idea of a mother leaving her though. And mm-hmm. yeah. So who's the mom? We don't know. But yeah. I'm just gonna throw this out there. In the in the original, is Sherry, three, is one, Sherry Moon one two three? Oh, <laughs> in, the, in the original three, it was revealed that that uh, that besides Yoda being the most powerful, Mace Windu was the second most powerful. Yeah. What if she's Mace Windu's kid? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm, all right. Here's another thing. If you want to go back to the fucking prequels, which I don't like talking about, <laughs> when uh, uh, this is Yoda's daughter, when Darth Sidious, aka Emperor Palatine, talks about his fucking teacher mm-hmm. lord tyrannus lord tyrannus uh or plagueis 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 when when darth plagueis fucking was teacher emperor palatine or darth sidious he talked that his teacher was able to escape death what if snoke is actually darth plagueis and Did that's what also? i believe yeah and that's what i was kind of finally couldn't walk uh i was getting the understanding that maybe darth plagueis is behind all this to kind of tie into the prequels and also tie into Darth, uh, Darth Sidious and in all that kind of series, but it's kind of like why would Darth Plagueis kind of put his kind of whole hope in a solo, which is Kylo Ren, rather than hunting? I think he was hunting down Rey because Rey is a Skywalker, hence his ambition and need to secure the Skywalker line, which makes me think is Mara Jade tied to the Luke Skywalker? Um, race scenario because I think Skywalker needs to have a reason to really leave Rey in order to save her the way he was saved in order to secure Rey to have some kind of you know you uh, got valid points that could deep. be I that's mean that could deep. be why he's missing part of his cheek is yeah, that exactly. you know Emperor Palpatine slashed yeah. him and thought yeah. he was dead because I know for a fact that it, it's it's hidden and it's there is that when in the soundtrack, John Williams gives hint when he's telling the story about uh, when Darth Darth uh, Darth Sidious is giving hints about his teacher. There's a, a score that plays. Yeah, you're right. And I, when Snoke kind of is in, in brought into it, the same score kind of has an underlining. Yeah, it kind of an upbeat comes up. You're absolutely right on that. They did. And it's scary that Darth deep. that that Darth Plagueis would come into this uh, into this new trilogy. But if you also remember when Emperor Palpatine was telling Anakin that, he also said that. Uh, his master could force the many chlorians to form life. Yes. Yeah. So this guy could have gave birth to Anakin. Yep. He could have gave birth to Ray. You don't know. You don't know. You, we don't know. For where all the we know, these going. fucking Abrams and these people, they could come into play and they can, you know, they can come up with the idea that maybe Darth Sidious is still alive and he learned the trick that, that Darth Plagueis taught him to survive life or, or death. So you may see a resurgence of Darth Sidious. We don't know, but I love it to be Darth Plagueis. Yeah. So this would, concludes would... this episode of Deep in the Force of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Join us next week as we talk more. Go Deep in the watch the movie. Yeah, because we we're already hitting the uh, hour and thirty four. And yeah. play and play Battlefront. It's awesome. And may the Schwartz be with your Schwartz. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! I won't
Welcome once again to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I am Aaron. I am Nathan. I am Jeff. And... Oh, god damn it. <laughs> Restart. <laughs> Restart this motherfucker. No, no, just... We'll restart. Thank you, Charlie Day. <laughs> Go. Three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. I am Aaron. I am Jeff. The man with news and reviews. I'm Nathan. And son of a bitch. <laughs> You're right, stupid science bitch. Couldn't even make I more smarter. And this is how this episode is going to go. Fuck you, Charlie. <laughs> that son of a bitch. Let's just keep going. All right. <laughs> Welcome to... Where are we at? God, <laughs> news! Restarting. Restarting without Charlie. Alright. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Deep in the Horror of Texas. This I is, am Aaron. I was already saying this is Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the I, interrupting cow, Nathan. <laughs> I'm drunk. I mean, yes. Jeff. <laughs> My name is Yev. My name is Drunk. And I'm three. I drink four beers within 20 minutes. Thank you, Charlie, for Son that. Words of encouragement. All right, this is going to be a weird edit for Jeff, so this is called... Edit. This this is called Fourth Time's a Charm. Yeah, let's go for it. So, uh, we're going to start this episode off with some news. Let's do it. Hey, I don't even know where we're at. No, we got to restart. <laughs> restart the We're intro. restarting it again. Uh, sorry. I don't know where we're at. Just, oh, I'm drunk <laughs> and fuck you. Put the damn beer bottle down. All right. Farewell is going down. There you go. Uh, this is like the D roll. Welcome once again to another episode of. You're too loud. Oh, you s- <laughs> You're spiking out like a motherfucker here in the got- red. <laughs> you just gotta talk normal. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't be the only one that drinks at these things. Oh my god, I'm so. You are. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Welcome. You're doing it. Thank you for listening to Deep in the Horror of Texas. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook and Twitter. If you like what you hear, please leave a review on the iTunes or Stitcher radio app. And above all, remember to keep it scary.